Social media. Fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off at checkout at c4energy.com. The 2023 Season Series with some amazing athletes. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am the Clydesdale. We are here to celebrate all of the semifinalists from the 2023 CrossFit Games season. And with us today is Mitch McClune. Mitch, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me again. Pleasure to be back on. Yeah, yeah. You were you were our analyst at the games last year. <laughs> I don't know how much analyzing I did, but yeah, it was fun talking with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, we always love having you on. So I'm going to open this with, with the tough question, and then we'll get into the easy stuff after. All right. And so I'm going to share a screen um, real quick. You made a post on Instagram. <laughs> Um, and I think you probably know which one I'm going to pull up. That's like the most engagement I've ever got on a post. And your quote was, thank you to the team that told me I wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is, and I'm not here for the drama. Um, you know, me, what kind of motivation do you, do you get fired up and do you get motivated when, people tell you no, or that you can't? I mean, I think everybody does. I think it's probably just the competitor in me. Um, Honestly, like with that post, obviously people can read into it, like however you want. It really wasn't calling anybody out. You know, things happen. This is sports. This is athletics. You get, sometimes you're on the team. Sometimes you don't make the team. Whatever happens, happens. Uh, Unfortunately, I had plans where I was going to go on a team and it uh, didn't work out. I, um, as much as that's frustrating for me, I completely understand like both sides of the coin and where everybody was coming from. Uh, it just made more sense logistically uh, from their side going with somebody in-house, uh, which I like 100% can't blame them for. But unfortunately, that puts me as the guy, the odd man out which sucks. It's never fun to be in that position. Uh, and then for me, like that's, it's always just a little bit of bulletin board material, a little bit of internal, like firing up. Uh, I don't know if anybody's familiar with the last dance or, uh, that whole documentary on the bulls and everything. And just kind of what Jordan would do (laughs) with taking, uh, things that happen and just internalizing them. Uh, and honestly, that's, that's kind of what I've been using it as, and it's great training fuel. Like I said, it's kind of kind of adds that little extra fire, especially during that low point after I found out that I wasn't going to be on the team. So that, that was a little bit more more fire for me. Uh, but like I said, yeah, there's no hard feelings there between anybody. I I understand all the the avenues that that decision was made, and I mean I'm pulling for everybody. Uh, on the team. I just wish that I would be there with them. I'll be on the individual side, but it'll be fun either way. I get to compete. So that's what I'm most fired up about. I'm excited to get out there. And that's just what I like to do, you know? So I think what took me aback is when, if people know you like, and the, and the times we've met, like, I don't know you intimately, that's, that's for sure. But like, 
like we've hung out at Wadapalooza and, and I've, I saw you at the Mac last year and, or I don't even, was it Mac or syndicate? I can't even remember. They were, they merged together in my head now. Yeah. Um, like you're the most easygoing guy in the world. And then you're flipping through Instagram and now Mitch is like, damn, (laughs) I'm like, Oh, someone pissed him off and he's ready to go. Yeah. I mean, everybody's easygoing to a point, but yeah, like things, some things in life, whatever it is like, yeah, it'll get to you a little bit. You know, it's like, like I said, there's, there's no animosity there, but still for me, it's like, okay, like, Hey, you weren't, you weren't selected. You weren't good enough. And I know that's not the actual reason, but for me, maybe when I'm pushing in the garage and I'm training, I'm getting after it on the rower. Uh, maybe that's what I start whispering to myself a little bit. And, uh, that helps me get through the, some intervals or push a little bit harder, like whatever you need to do. Uh, yeah, it's just the way, way things go. So what I loved is you said the most engaged post you've ever made. And <laughs> well, it's probably because, you. okay. Yeah. It, you're the, the biggest solo post you've made. Yes. Yeah. The, okay. the most engagement I've got on a solo post that hasn't been a collaboration. Yeah. So all of the underdogs crew are like the first comments underneath, like, let's go. We're all underdogs. Boom. Like, like they all jumped in your corner, like boom, boom, boom. How does that make you feel? Oh, great. I mean, I love all of it. Like, it's funny because I don't get to train with them as much, just working uh, the full-time job and everything like that. Most of what you guys see and anybody that follows me on Instagram, it's always just stories in my garage, uh, usually alone, unless it's the weekend and I can get to the gym. Uh, and then I get to see everybody for a little bit. But knowing you have that team in your corner is is always great. And like the underdogs, I couldn't ask for a better group and a better better family to be a part of. And it's so awesome with Justin and Kiefer and Kyra and Allie and Alex and Raph and all those folks. Carrie, obviously, she's the original. Uh, but yeah, everybody here, it's just awesome. So you bring up Carrie. I you're an acquaintance of hers, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Carrie Pierce. Do you do you guys ever work out together, or is it just not a fair match? <laughs> to get so together, or like head to head, like hey, we're doing the same workout. Uh, same workout. So uh, we had a couple times. Like this is back when she was still competing, and I think it was like training for the 2021 games. Um, where I would come up and visit quite a bit and we'd get after it. And basically I would just jump into whatever training her and Bethany were doing and I would just get absolutely destroyed, which was great. (laughs) Um, Now that she's uh, retired and stepped away from the competition side, she's definitely been, been doing a lot to, to kind of relax, get away from the competition kind of training aspect. It's a lot more working out for fun, stay fit, stay active. Um, she'll be in the garage with me, uh, once or twice a week and just yelling at me while I'm doing my workouts or intervals. Uh, but the, the times now that we're doing the same thing is like hardly ever. So yeah, I don't have to deal with, with her destroying me (laughs) anymore too much. So you're walking away and kind of not competing anymore. These eyes saw her at Wadapalooza. 
That's retired. That switch, that switch is still there. Oh yeah. It's, it's really, and it's, it's, I like, I loved getting to watch her compete too, but I also really love getting to see her on the other side of it and what she's doing now with everything off of the competition floor. But for me, selfishly too, like it was really cool to see her get back out there again and, and strap them up. And it's so funny. She's like, Oh man, like I'm not in shape I'm all this. And like, I, I, I cannot be more clear on this, but you're still in pretty good shape here. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's pretty funny. So for the audience, if the audience doesn't know, she competed with Alex Kazan and um, Ariel Lowen at Wadapalooza. They podiumed. Uh, did you ever hear the Ariel Lowen story on that? No. What? Well, maybe I have, but I, what? So she went to hang the medal in her garage. Did you hear? No. And um, Dylan was hanging her sign and um, I think it was a sign and her uh, medal up in the, in the garage gym. Mm-hmm. And he hit a water line. <laughs> Pounded in the nail and all of a sudden. Oh no. <laughs> He's like the architect, yeah. the carpenter guy too. That's a rookie mistake. Yeah. He, had a check. he built the garage. Yeah. He should know he where know the where water lines are. That's too funny. Yeah. Um, I also said, you know, we got to interview Carrie that weekend. Um, and it was the most laid back I have ever seen her. Um, we've had her on the show a couple of times. That was the most laid back I've ever seen her. And she looked so happy. Yeah, there's, there's definitely like the stress levels and everything. It's like people don't realize it's, it's easy to see like the competitions, especially on the high, high level, the folks at the games and the folks that are top 10 and you just see them year after year, crush it and get after it and just show up. And you're like, yeah, that, okay. You just kind of write it off and you don't kind of do the math and realize the work that goes in behind the scenes and how many hours and all the dedication that it takes and the sh- like mental toll specifically too that it is and just ha- not having to worry about that anymore is like definitely a big <sighs> exhale for sure so so back to you a little bit more you work full time you're a semifinals athlete you don't have the time to put in a training day like we would think a typical typical elite athlete because of that full-time job. Yeah, I get it in where I can, but yeah, there's just definitely training is a focus. It's not the sole focus. Like I'm out here mostly competing and getting after it just because I love to do it. Like it's, I don't have like that, that pie in the sky dream really anymore of like, I'm 33. I'm probably not going to go to the CrossFit games and, <laughs> place top 10 or even make it to the CrossFit games as an individual. Um, but it's something I really enjoy doing. And I really like being able to kind of have that focus and train for something, but also on the other side of it, like that's not paying the bills. I don't have sponsorships. I don't have people giving me money to do this. So it's, it's more about finding the time to get it in when I can and still maintaining like the full-time job, the air force reserves work, all that other stuff. And, and just make it work. So what I love about this season is semifinals have 60 athletes in them this year. Probably the bit that is the biggest field 
I've ever seen at a major event. Yeah. Right. Someone like you who are, who is good at something like really good at some things can really mess up the works. <laughs> That's the plan. I would hope to maybe one or two like uh, grenades in there. Just, just a few events that are kind of right down the wheelhouse that I could kind of make a splash. I know realistically where my fitness level's at and where I qualified, probably somewhere in the twenties the to thirties range. Like that's a pretty realistic expectation, but uh, if the right workout comes out and just the kind of movements or everything stars align, I think I can, I can make a push for top 15, top 10 on some things, which could really make it unfortunate for other people's weekends if it came into it, which, uh, yeah, that's, that's why you're there, right? You want to compete. You want to do the best you can in every event and, uh, yeah, leave your mark if you can. Yeah. You think about, I think it was 2014 when Sam Briggs messed up one event at regionals Yeah, in a 40 person field and what that did to her. Now you add 20 more places on, if you mess up an event, like your chances of game shot could be completely over. Oh yeah. It can go south really fast, especially with 60 people. There's that many more scores on there that you have to worry about. And instead of being able to, Oh, you take a hit, you finish 20th in a 30 person field. That's a really rough finish for somebody that's aspiring to be like top five. Um, but if that 20 place finish in that 30 person field turns into a 40th, then you could probably, um, sign yourself out for the rest of the weekend unless unless you're taking home all first places but yeah it definitely makes it a little bit more interesting there's a lot more pressure and i think less room for error at the top especially if you're you had you can't have that event where you're you, you can't even think about finishing in the bottom half of that field and and hope to make that up there's just too many things yeah, yeah thinking back to last year you have someone like chloe wilson who didn't finish lower than eighth in any event and didn't make it to the CrossFit games. Yeah. She's the type of athlete that in this new system. Great. You would think would flourish, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's going to, I think it's going to turn the tables a little bit more than people think. Um, and I think that people that people are, you're going to see some surprise people in that top, top 10. I think bringing it out, especially to 10, like, so from five, like you can look at a roster and pretty much pinpoint who the five is now, especially with this level of like maturity in the sport we're 15 or so years into it. And you can look and say, okay, this person's been to the games, this person, this person, this person, minus like, obviously if somebody has a terrible weekend, they're super sick something like that is going to throw a monkey wrench into it, but you can clearly identify those folks. And now going out to 10, you're like, okay, because there's always one or two people in the top 10. You look at a 30 person field from like the last 21, 22 semifinals. You're like, oh, I didn't, I'd never even heard of that person before. And now it's that person, instead of being in the top 10, having like a cool check mark on their resume is now going to the CrossFit games if they're that, that this weekend. So what is, what is your goal for the weekend? Ooh, do you want like the, oh, I want to finish top 10 in every event or I want to, I don't really. I want your realistic. 
like a real, like you've always been real about yeah. where you are. Realistically for me. And if we're talking numbers wise and finish wise, I think 20 to 30 would be a great weekend for me. Um, especially leading up to it. I've had a little bit of injuries that I've just been working through. Uh, so hopefully just with the way things come out and uh, if I can make it through the weekend healthy and get after it to how I know I can, especially with these workouts that have come out, I think that finish zone is probably a good goal realistically for me. Uh, other than that, for the weekend is just getting after it and competing leaving it all out on the field. Like I, you don't want to ever walk off the competition floor and be like, oh, damn, I could have done this. I would much rather like sell out and have something happen than to be like, oh, I, I wish I had pushed a little bit harder. Um, yeah, other than that, just getting after it and have uh, have some fun. I, I think anybody that saw me at Mac last year would, would definitely say that I enjoy myself out on the floor between between the events where I'm not actually dying out there, <laughs> but I, I definitely, definitely have a good time. So, so, so Joe, yeah, Jody Lynn going. said goal is Madison. <laughs> I'll be going there regardless, uh, whether or not it's on one side of the competition gates or, uh, in the spectator, uh, area is, uh, is to be determined. So I'm going to share this picture because it was one of my favorite moments from, uh, the Mac last year. And that yeah. is this moment. Um, I know there's what you have one where there's another frame, like right after this. Where it shows the, um, oh, the, I have the, your yeah, excitement the after. Down. I think I posted it like right after. There it is. Yeah, that one. There's the one. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have a good time on the floor. Yeah, I get excited, especially Olympic lifting for me. That's kind of where I, uh, I mean, I, I started Olympic lifting at the same time I started CrossFit, but uh, for me, just being able to move a barbell and stuff like that, there's something really satisfying about it. I just get excited. So, I mean, it's anytime you hit a PR or something, you get fired up. So I would be yelling and doing all that stuff if I was in the garage alone. And the fact that I was out there and some people were watching just made it a little bit sweeter. So that was good. It was a good start to the weekend. Yeah. Go ahead and let the, the, there it is. There it is. <laughs> what I love about it is the quarter turn uh, on your cleans. Yeah. I don't know where that comes from. Uh, I think I probably need to address some, some hip mobility issues there and see what I'm doing. But yeah, I was every round I was just, I, maybe I knew the camera was there and I wanted the head on shot. That was probably it. Yeah. Cause you had to be right to get for the point, right? Yeah just looking right down the line at him. So that was good. I think yeah. at that point, got, we got to get the point one rack, more time. <laughs> I was, there it is. I was just trying not to pass out and I was just excited that I didn't uh, <laughs> dump it on the floor. True. True that. So, um, so I, I want, I had Bethany on last night. And so I've got to ask a question because you, you saw more than most. And I feel like the CrossFit world was cheated in 2021. Yeah. There Absolutely. was, there was this moment West coast showed that Carrie and Bethany were coming to take no prisoners. 
there's no doubt in my mind that both of them would have been easily within the top five. And it probably honestly would have came down to both of them uh, getting after it for, for one of the spots on the podium for sure. Uh, and it's, yeah, just, it's unfortunate. Sometimes you get sick, things happen. I know people have said like, Oh, like they should have, everybody with COVID has their own opinions, a real hot button, but like, Oh, they should have let them compete. Like, do whatever and like i can tell you for a fact that neither carrie nor bethany was getting out of bed for those four days like it sucked and it wasn't it definitely wasn't like oh they're asymptomatic this just stinks because i'm healthy and i'm here and i'm ready to go it was well this they're pretty worse for wear at this point so yeah it, it was very unfortunate but yeah but what did that, what did that friendship, because I think it was more than just training partners, like they, they became such good friends oh, and definitely. they, they helped each other so much that they both got so much better. And, and that's saying a lot, because as I told Bethany last night, every time she made the game, she finished top 20, right? Carrie, the greatest American CrossFitter we've female American CrossFitter we've ever seen. So it's not like they were starting at a low point. Like they were already upper echelon and they got even better. Yeah, it was honestly, it was silly watching them just getting to experience that, especially coming up in the summer of 21 and uh, like visiting and getting to train with them. But seeing how fit both of them were, like it was absurd. And yeah, it's just it's definitely like a, a what if situation of if they both got to compete at the games that year, but there's, there was something to be said about the relationship they had and just the, how they were able to push each other and the, the bond they formed like in the gym and then outside of the gym. And, and it's awesome. Um, yeah. Bethany, we still, still chat with her now and then occasionally my new air force. Uh, so I got transferred to a, a different unit in the reserves so my next assignment is going to be out in LA. So we're hoping to make a few trips out there and get to visit her and Randy at some point and, and say hello. So that'll be be good. Yeah. Bethany talked very irreverently about Carrie um, and what she meant to her during that time. Yeah. And that when Carrie left, underdogs wasn't the same anymore. Yeah, it was definitely, definitely palpable for sure. She brings a certain energy uh wherever she goes i'm sure everybody that's ever come across her or interacted with her is can attest to that yeah and we had alex on too and alex talks about her in that way as well um yeah uh it, she's definitely left her mark and what's funny is like for so many years she was in new york kind of training alone and then all of a sudden in this very short window in vegas yeah she impacts so many lives yeah, it's it's really f like seeing the days. So like she comes in less than I go in. So I, I'll go in pretty much every weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And Carrie will frequent the gym maybe like once or twice a month now, just depending on what she's feeling, if she wants to go with me. And you can see the the mood and just the atmosphere change when she walks in and, and the training that day. It's like, yeah, just the energy levels are raised and, and everything like that. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty special to see. So now I want to talk about you guys as a couple, you, you recently got engaged. 
right? No, you go on these adventures, you, you go on these adventures and were you always a hiker? To a degree. I don't think I was as aggressively a hiker as I am now, but, uh, yeah, we've done, there was one hike. So this trip, um, we went and this was the first week of the open. So I went and did it down in San Diego. And then we had had this trip planned out really before the open shook out and the dates lined up and everything. So we knew we were going to Yosemite on this weekend, this month. Uh, and then they announced everything. I'm like, Oh, well, we'll still make it work either way. Um, so we left from San Diego Friday after the open announcement and the workout drove seven hours North through like LA and all of California, which was an adventure got up to uh, Yosemite and uh, we found out that week actually that to get into Yosemite national park, you needed a reservation because there's only like four times a year you need a reservation to get into this place. But apparently this was one of the four times because it was uh, what they call the the fire waterfall or something like that. So like everybody and their mother goes into the park to see this waterfall. And uh, so we couldn't actually go into Yosemite. So we went into um, the two other ones up there I'm spacing on the um, Kings Canyon and then Sequoia National Forest. Yep. So we couldn't go into Yosemite, but we were still staying up there. So Kings Canyon and Sequoia are uh, up there as well. So we went into those, uh, kind of went um, and, and enjoyed ourselves. That trail, so yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. This trail was terrifying. <laughs> it looks so easy, but if from there that point it's just switchbacks back and forth and you're climbing on the side of a mountain going up to see this waterfall and it's like a 200 foot drop down it was very unsettling but yeah it was a cool picture at a waterfall at the end yeah that wow we did are not you, realize uh, it was that are you a heights started. guy what's that do you like heights uh, I'm not as, I'm not, I'm kind of indifferent towards them. I think anybody, when they get themselves on a ledge with a 200 foot drop and like some shaky gravel beneath their feet, probably reconsiders their, their choices at that point. But I wasn't like pinned to the wall or anything like that, but definitely my, my care with each step was greatly increased on that hike for sure. I'm assuming that the camera is not really doing it justice. Not at all. Yeah, that's where you can't, you can't, and it's, it was really frustrating filming it because you're like, you can't adequately see or like feel what this is like. And yeah, it was <laughs> definitely, definitely unpleasant, but it was good. It was worth it. It was a great hike for sure. So how often do you guys go on your adventures? <sighs> we try to go once, once or twice a month. It really just depends. Like this has been so crazy now with the quarterfinals and and everything. Um, but we went to it's um, fire uh, the I don't know I forgot the park and and uh, it's a little bit north of Las Vegas Valley of Fire. Yes, yeah, we went to Valley of Fire a few weeks ago. 
which was really cool. Um, I think the next ones we have planned, we're either looking at um, Arcadia National Park in Washington or Olympic or both somewhere up there. And uh, the Grand Canyon has been on our bucket list for a minute. So we gotta, we have to make it down there at some point. So yeah, we've got a few uh, Jeffrey up. Birchfield says elephant butt is a great hike in Yellowstone. Okay. Yeah, Yellowstone. Now you're getting suggestions. Yeah, we'll take an all notes here. I'll compile a list. So, did did you compete at Waterpalooza this year? Yeah, it was me, Raph, and uh, Ethan Helbig. We had, we had a team. Okay, so and it's this uh, ragtag crew here on your Instagram. <laughs> yes. I think I know the picture. Yeah. yeah, that's us. Rath actually had the flu the entire weekend. I actually thought he was going to die during some of the events. And uh, oh my gosh, he looks a lot better in that picture than I do in the next one. But yeah, he had a rough he had a rough weekend for sure. Uh, yeah, that was taken immediately after. So I was the last. the The way that workout went, it was like the. 2k run for time and then basically a relay of that d ball and swim workout <laughs> and uh, i was the last guy to go and uh we i think we finished second in our heat in that one uh but i think i passed like three or four guys in the water on that i have a bit of a swimming background so that was a strength for me so they put me last and uh kind of let me get after it and i went full dummy mode in the middle of the Miami Bay and then got back, finished my squats and basically like couldn't get off the ground for another five minutes, but it was fun. It was worth it for sure. Um, okay. So Jeffrey saying, Scott, I'm cracking up. That's not how you pronounce, but it must be Butte. I wasn't going to check you on your own podcast. I was just going to let it go. But if Jeffrey's calling uh, out, then yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think that's the fancy way of saying it. Uh, is butte yeah elephant butte there you go it sounds canadian but okay <laughs> it it's a butte yeah <laughs> um okay i i don't mind being wrong helps the ratings tomato tomato right right so um so you're in miami uh did you and carrie explore the fajita scene we did actually. We didn't actually get fajitas though. It was I forget the name of the restaurant we went to, but it was like a little hole in the wall um, Mexican food restaurant, obviously. And we we went after the final podium ceremony and everything, which was like I think we got there like nine or ten o'clock at night at this point. And the there was there's only outsides the restaurant we went to was only seating outside so it was very cold we had our jackets on and everything but it was a a hundred percent worth it i think i got i i had a full burrito and then another meal and then some uh chips and guac on top of that so i was i was ready to rock it was it was great not the fajitas we wanted but we're, we're good with either way i think carrie had like a burrito bowl or a taco salad or something like that but it was yeah it was great 
We, my we guy swam hard. He needed, he needed two, two Mexican meals. Yeah. We do have to do the Googling to, to research where we're going after uh, semis, though. Let's see what's, what's good in Pasadena. Yeah, that, that's going to be my first time in California. Really? Yeah. I've been, yeah. Out, I've been to Washington. I've been mm-hmm. to Arizona. I just have never made it into the state of California. There you go. It's nice out there, especially Pasadena, that area. It'd be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, one, I know so many of the athletes now. Like, it's just fun to go see yeah. everybody. Um, and then two, it's going to be cool to be to go to California for the first time. For sure. And some of the people in the chat that over the last couple of years, they're they're from there. So yeah. I'm going to get to see them in person for the first time. Yeah. Um, these no, people, that would be cool. You know, yeah. So it's going to be super stoked. Um, I think I told you in, in what at Wadapalooza, was it? No, it was after, right after Wadapalooza. I went to Delaware for the Green Beret Project. Yeah. And uh, they had, I had the best fajitas I've ever had there. I don't know when we're going to be. <laughs> anywhere near delaware but i'm definitely keeping that bookmarked for sure that's uh yeah it was it was so crazy good um yeah it was in wilmington delaware it was you know we're hoping to make we're hoping to make the green beret project um event like grow it bigger yeah Um, like we got kelsey keel there and um christine best and a couple bigger named athletes um, and they gave away a, like a pretty good prize purse. Nice. Um, so, but, it, but it was all three person team, just like Wadapalooza. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and yeah, you're, you're military, like got to support the military cause, right? Always. Yeah, for sure. And, and an ex- if you win the prize purse, then tons of fajitas, man. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the next big yeah. thing too is especially we got to research fajitas around the Boston area because that's uh that's where the wedding will be. So that we think uh, we're definitely going to be going with that route for the uh, either the reception or the the final wedding meal, whatever. We got to so, do some homework there. So Boston, why Boston? Uh, that's where my family's at. Um, her okay. family's Michigan. My family's Boston. Uh, we got plans to go uh, on our honeymoon over uh, to Switzerland after, so it's kind of like getting us, getting us a little bit away there first. So, yeah. Do we have a date? Late August. So an ish date. No, we got one locked in. I can't be telling the whole whole internet that. But yeah, we're okay. we're we're good to go. We put our deposit down, and we we got a. Well, Boston's a big city, Mitch. It's not like <laughs> it's it's going to be like National Treasure. Everybody's looking for the the wedding. That's a great movie. Oh man. Yeah, but yeah. It'll be it's it's. I mean, it's just both of our families too. I think our guest list is like eleven people, so it'll be really fun. Nice, nice. and intimate. So yeah, we're look we're both looking forward to it. I think we're both more just looking forward to it being over so we could go on the honeymoon after. That's the that's the big part. Just another adventure out there. Yeah, I keep I, I told Bethany this last night. I'm to keep telling my daughter, like, 
I will pay to take you somewhere to get married. Destination small. (laughs) Because you're not going to remember it anyway, unless we make it something like that. I said, I paid off my wedding for 10 years and I don't remember it. Like, don't be, don't be foolish. Both of us are just like, yeah, we, I can't think of anything that I'd rather do less than have to like worry about entertaining and shaking hands and talking to 200 or so people and not just get to kind of breathe and enjoy the day and then uh, just be with the family. So yeah, it'll it'll definitely be be a nice little one and then get over to Switzerland. Yeah. My, my wife and I wanted less than a hundred people hors d'oeuvres and drinks after the wedding and it turned into 350 with with full dinner oh no that's a nightmare yeah yeah don't let it happen all y'all don't let that happen to your kids for everybody don't do that to your kids love it yeah well mitch this has been awesome as always um i can't wait to see you guys out there in pasadena um i is she getting your coach's pass again? Who else is getting? I'm not can't give it to Kiefer. Come on. <laughs> she's well, the he, he's probably already there. got one anyway, right? He does. But <laughs> but yeah, she's got it. So she'll be back there uh loading my plates and, and telling me not to be a wuss the entire time. So yeah. There was does she does she give you strategy or does or is it just not really. I mean, I've been doing it for so long where like, I know what I do on workouts and where I'm at. Like sometimes we'll talk about it a little bit, but yeah, she's mostly just there for like the let's go. And that's really all, all it takes. And you're like, Oh shit. I can't, can't put the bar down now. Like I remember it was actually this week in the garage and uh, I had a pretty nasty workout of intervals and it was GHDs into thrusters into bar facing burpees and it was a big set of thrusters it was like 25 so you had to it was like the fine line of unbroken every time uh getting off the ghd so you can't put the bar down and i remember i finished the last thruster on the interval and i dropped it from overhead and it bounced to the side like the bar because it didn't have that much weight on it just bounced in like ricocheted so i had to go get it and do it put it down before i could start my bar facing burpees and I finished the interval and she just uh, <laughs> told me like, wow, you were just a huge bitch dropping that last one from the top, huh? He was like, now, you know, it's <laughs> like, thanks. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I needed. Oh. So that's great. It's well, the, I, 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 like would, the I would be remiss not to ask you about the five workouts that we know. I like them. They're, it's, they're definitely different. I think there's, like I've been refreshing my phone all day to see if the last couple are coming out, but uh, I'm sure I'll know those in due time, but yeah, I'm excited for them. It's definitely uh, the dumbbell Linda will be a challenge for a lot of folks. Linda itself is a hard workout. And then the dumbbells um, don't make it any easier. I demoed that one a little bit yesterday. Uh, so that'll be a great pump. And yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I love Linda. Like yeah. as a meathead, like I love Linda. Yeah. I don't love dumbbell Linda. You got to be careful with them. It's uh, especially like finishing each set and making sure the dumbbells, you can't just like finish and dump them. 
it's uh it's a lot more taxing you definitely gotta focus up a little bit more but yeah i think that'll be a big separator just from the normal barbell bench press but it's a cool wrinkle i really like it well the the dumbbells at wadapalooza were a stopper yeah like a separator and these are heavier be good i'm hoping all my my years of bench press and football (laughs) come back and pay off but yeah we'll, we'll find out on that one yeah i just i love a good bench press yeah like and and i'm even i'm actually not bad at dumbbell bunch bench press but um but yeah i would prefer the barbell but yeah just makes it easier yeah um but it that's fun i love the uh 800 meter snatch thing yeah that'll be really fun nice very painful too so that'll be good especially yeah, six minute cap. 800 yeah it's tight yeah be good well mitch thank you so much for jumping on um we'll see you there in pasadena and everybody in the chat thank you for jumping on with us we'll see everybody next time on the clydesdale media podcast (laughs) 